This podcast is brought to you by MonthlyChallenge.fit. It's like Weight Watchers better help and the biggest loser had a baby. Check it out, MonthlyChallenge.fit. Today on episode number 413, I listened to two audiobooks trying to get mentally tough. One was awesome and hilarious, and the other one I sent back. Welcome to the Logical Weight Loss Podcast, where we take a no-nonsense approach to weight loss. We left our excuses in the past, and we've forgiven ourselves for abusing the gift that is our bodies. From this point forward, our health is more important. We will stay focused. We will stay determined. We will sacrifice now knowing that it's not going to be easy so that we can live a better tomorrow. We understand that weight loss is a marathon, not a sprint. It's about making lifestyle changes and that the only person who can stop you is you. You know where you are now and you know where you want to be. The new you begins today. Let's go. I just want to be thin. I don't deny it thin. I want to try it thin. But I can't buy it. Guess I'll have to just to die it thin. Won't tell you lies. Womp, womp, womp. Hey, welcome to the Logical Weight Loss Podcast. I'm your host, Dave Jackson, from the school of podcasting.com. If you're new to the show, I'm not a doctor, I'm not a trainer, I'm just a person like you trying to lose weight. And I've been doing my weigh-ins here, and I was so excited because I've been doing, I kind of looked at like, what did I used to do when things were working? And so a, a couple of them was I use an app called Streaks works on iOS and Android. And why I quit using this is I had, I kept trying to keep too many streaks going. I'm like, look, let's just look at my goals are 1900 calories of eight glasses of water, 30 minutes of exercise, not staying active, but actual exercise. I track, does the scale go down, take my vitamins. And I added a new one and it's weird because it's a negative goal. And when I start the app in the morning, it has it already checked. Don't eat bad food. And I was like, that's interesting. And so that means then that if I'm going to check that, that means I actually ate bad food. So it's it's a weird little mental trick. Like these are not the droids you're looking for kind of thing where because it's already checked, don't eat bad food. It's almost like a double negative. And for some reason, that's really helping because now I have to to actually choose, yes, I'm going to go eat bad food. Now, what is bad food? We talked about this a couple episodes ago. Some things are black and white. Burgers, fries, fries especially, Coke, you know, all that stuff. And so it's interesting that I've been doing that. The other one, and I forgot how much this motivates me, and I'll put links to these out in the show notes, logicalloss.com slash 413. And that is happy scale. Happy scale, you kind of say, hey, here's my start weight. Here's what I want to, uh, I want to lose a pound and a half a week. And it says, great, you'll be done by this date. And then every day, it's it's not automatic at all. You have to put in your weight. And it then says, okay, you're now 2% towards your goal or whatever. So those have been helping me. And I was actually down a pound and a half uh, in the week. And I was like, man, I can't wait to fire up the podcast and, 
to let you guys know, hey, this is I'm I'm you know the yoga's working. I'm riding my bike. I'm I'm hitting my goals, and and the weight is coming off. And then I uh, I did this really smart. I skipped breakfast. I think I had like an orange for breakfast, and then had a sensible lunch. And I'm like, you know what? For dinner, I'm gonna go to Chipotle. Gonna order out, right? And I even even with that, like no cheese, just lettuce, some salsa, some chicken, uh, and some brown rice. Great. And it's really weird. If you ever find yourself homeless, this is how you get food. You order food on your phone. So I'm assuming you're homeless, but yet you still have a a cell phone. So I don't know how that works. And you order from Chipotle. And actually, you don't order from Chipotle. That's the whole thing. No phone, no problem. You walk into Chipotle and you they have a, a stand like right by the door. And I walk in, see my name, grab the bag and walk out. Nobody asked me, are you Mr. Jackson? Can we see your phone? Do you know the secret handshake? Nothing. You just grab the bag and walk out. So if you ever find yourself, I really need some food, just walk into Chipotle like you were supposed to be there, grab the bag like it's yours, and then walk out, and nobody will ask you, boo. So that's kind of interesting. And I I go out to the car, and I brought water with me. I even said, nope, no Coke. That'll save me 200 calories. And I'm going to eat Chipotle in the car because I'm on my way to go walk in a park. And I open it up. And there is my bowl, and underneath the bowl is another bowl. And I was like, wait, how did I get two dinners? So then I go back to my phone, and I'm like, oh, well, I didn't get charged for this. That's kind of cool. Second dinner. And then in my head, I'm like, all right, well, I shouldn't eat this because that's 700 calories. And I'm like, you you didn't budget 1,400 calories. You budgeted 700 calories. And so first I said, I need to get this out of my car. And I'm like, no, no, I'm just going to put it on the floor and I will eat it tomorrow or something. And then I'm like, well, how's that going to work? Because the rice and the chicken's going to be cold and I can't heat it up because that's going to make the, the lettuce and the salsa all hot, blah, blah, blah. Long story short, I ate it. And part of that is from growing up poor, I think. That you, you know, there's kids in Africa that are starving. You can't, got to clean your plate. And plus it was like, which is so stupid if you think about it. I, I could see if I had paid for it. Like, well, I got it. I paid for it. I might as well eat it. I didn't even pay for it. And the next day I step on the scale and it was like, yeah, that was a dumb move. That was a dumb move. So I've been losing weight. All this to say, I'm right back where I was last time we talked. I'm, I'm at 228. It's like, ah, you idiot. I was almost, I I would have been at like 226 at this point. When it comes to food tracking, there's a new name in town, and that is Chronometer. It's a great app that gives you tons of stats, and their database is a whole lot more accurate than things like MyFitnessPal. Oh, and it's cheaper. One of my favorite things is if I have a food that's not in the database, I simply scan the label, and the software inputs the information for you. You can check out Chronometer by going to LogicalLoss.com slash food tracking. That's LogicalLoss.com slash food tracking. Have you checked out the Logical Weight Loss Resources section? We have things like calorie trackers, breath analyzers, water reminders, weight loss challenges, scales, fitness trackers, habit reinforcement, mental health, weight training, 
If you have sore muscles, we've got resources for that. Some of my favorite books, our favorite supplements, it's all there. Go over to LogicalLoss.com slash resources. What if you took the accountability of Weight Watchers and combined it with the support of a like-minded community and the spark of a weight loss challenge? Well, you can find out at monthlychallenge.fit. The next challenge starts on the 1st. Use the coupon code NOW100 to get your first month free. Go to monthlychallenge.fit. Let's 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 get some mental toughness going on here. You know, I, that that was a that was a dumb move. And so I went and I found a couple books and one is I don't want to say it's bad. It's just not just not what I want. It's called The Fitness Mindset by Brian Keene. So only from Audible. And I'm going to I've got an hour left in it. I don't know if they're going to let me take it back. We'll find out. But I understand on Audible, if a book is bad, you can say, nope, and they will give you another book in its place. And I've never used that policy, but I've heard about it. And to make a long story short, I was expecting it to be about, I don't know, the fitness mindset. And it's all about supplements and nutrition. And it's not a bad book, especially if you're just getting into, I mean, this is a guy that's like a weightlifter kind of guy, uber into nutrition, really into building muscle. Fine. Just don't name your book, the fitness mindset. So I was like, Hmm. Okay. So then I got this book and I love him as a comedian. His earlier specials, I feel were a little better than his newer ones, but his, his stories were better back then. Well, not better, just more like say what kind of thing. And it's a book called The Decision by Kevin Hart. I've talked about his first book called You Can't Make This Stuff Up. And Kevin has an amazing stick to in the fact that in his career, he's had things. I remember the one that I was just like, you did what? He had been on different pilots and different TV things and everything always got canceled. And he finally wrote a TV show for himself. It got picked up. And they have this big kind of announcement party and the network wasn't going to pay for the whole staff to go like all the actors and stuff. He decided to fly them in. He bought a brand new, really expensive suit, brought his parents in because they're going to say, Hey, it's the, whatever the show was. And he's literally walking to the stage for them to announce it. And they go, yeah, we changed our mind. And I was just like, I can't imagine the embarrassment, the just getting kicked in the teeth that was like, and his answer was always, I'm just going to go back and I'm going to be so funny. You can't ignore me. And so this book, he talks about that. This book is how do you do that? Like, that's an amazing story that, you know, your dad was on drugs growing up and all sorts of other stuff. And your mom was super strict. How did you, I understand that you got through that. And obviously he's got huge success now, but like mentally, how did you do that? So it's called the decision overcoming today's BS for tomorrow's success. And it's kind of like if Tony Robbins and the secret had a baby with a really bad mouth, like lots of cussing and stuff. He likes the F word on occasion. So it's not safe for work, but it is pretty funny at times. 
And he talks about things like just getting out of your own way in some ways. And he, some of it is kind of tough love. Like just, he calls it cowboy up, just cowboy up. And he talks about the art of thriving and he he calls it mental strength, strength training. He goes, but there are things you need to leave behind. And some of them are very similar things like comparing yourself to other people and jealousy. And I can tell you, and, and a lot of this, it's funny, uh, self-doubt, anger, blame, judgment of others, and self-judgment. And he basically points out that almost all of these are fueled by something we see every single day. And it's at times over and over and over and over and over and over and over. And that is the fact it's called social media. Social media, I think we're going to look back someday and say, that was really a bad thing. I don't think we'll ever get rid of it, but I just listened to another podcast about weight loss and the host said what she did was she got away from Facebook and Kevin Hart is a lot about mindset. Again, that's why I like this book. And he talked about how that what happens is you will, you will put something on social media or whatever. And one person will voice their opinion their opinion that like, I wouldn't do it that way. Uh, I was, that's dumb. Oh, that's, I wouldn't do it. And he goes, they're voicing their opinion. And it is the, they call it the vocal minority, meaning people that disagree with you in many cases are much more vocal than the people who actually agree with you. And because they're vocal, you think what they're saying is fact. And he goes, that is not true. He goes, an opinion is not a fact. It's a fact that they think that, but that doesn't mean that what they're saying and what they're spewing and all their negativity is actually true. And I was like, you know, that's kind of true. And he talks about it and it's just, it's the other thing I thought was cool is towards the end. He talks about again, a positive mindset. He said, sometimes his wife will have friends over And it'll be something like, you know who I can't stand? And he goes, I just get up and leave the room. He goes, I don't want to be surrounded by negativity. He goes, I just, I spin everything to a positive thing. I, you know, and he goes, when things are not going the way you want it to be, he he calls it, what is this? What is this? In other words, it is what it is. Now, what am I going to do about it? He talks about being consistency determination cowboying up is just where you go. Nah, it's not gonna, I'm, I'm just going to have to suck it up. And so after listening to almost all of this book, you know, I on the prizeness, he makes up a lot of words put up with this. He says, you know, one of the problems with society right now is we don't put up with anything. If I disagree with you, I'm going to cancel you. And this is the guy, of course, that had the thing with the Graham or uh, the Oscars. And he goes, you know, there are times when you can just kind of let things roll off your back. He goes, you are allowed to do that. And so it's a really interesting book. I, I'm, I'm like I say, I'm almost three fourths of the way through it. 
But what I liked about it is it is a little like just suck it up and do it. But it also, he talks about being on the lookout, being on the lookout for negativity and for that voice. I've talked about how that little voice in your head will start to talk you into things. And he calls it your force field. He goes, when you hear that voice, just go force field. And he goes, and just picture a golden orb around you. Like you're in a ball, like a big old hamster uh, ball that rolls around on the floor. And it's not, you're just not going to let it get to you. And so I woke up this morning, went to bed early. And I said, all right, when I wake up, I'm either going to seriously pound myself on a bike. I'm going to go down and do yoga. One of the two but I'm getting up and I'm exercising. So I was very happy. The alarm gets up, but I'm not, I'm not feeling it. And uh, so as I'm kind of getting ready and I'm figuring, I'm trying to figure out, am I going to put on bike pants or am I going to go do yoga? And a voice in my head said, maybe you should just walk around the neighborhood. And I actually thought about it. And all of a sudden Kevin Hart's voice came out of my head and said, what are you doing? Cowboy up, pick one. You got to sweat. Come on. Let me tell you something. And uh, I was like, you know what? That's right. I'm, I'm already trying to talk myself into an easier option. And he talks about that, how you probably can do more than you're doing. Now, I got to be very careful saying that anytime we talk about exercise or pushing yourself, you always got to consult your doctor egos. But in his travels, and that's the other thing he said about this book, he goes, this is what works for me. This is what works for me. And so I was like, there it is. There's, there's me trying to talk myself into an easier way out and I can probably do more than I'm going to do. And sure enough, I got on the bike and just pedaled my brains out. The one thing I will say that I do not, you have to make sure to leave yourself room to calm down, calm down or cool down. Cause here's the problem. I ended up uh, getting on the bike at seven 30 and biked till about 10 after. Well, I got to be in my office at eight 30 clocked into my, I work from home. And so I, I get in the shower and I'm doing the shampoo and the whole nine yards, but I'm kind of in a hurry and I get done blow dry my hair because I got a lot of it now. I haven't had a haircut since like the Carter administration feels like it. And, uh, you know, toweled off the whole nine yards and I get dressed, sit at my desk. And when you don't leave yourself time to cool down, I was literally still kind of sweating at my desk. I'm like, why am I sweating? I haven't, it was like, I was working out whatever, 20 minutes ago. And that's why. So I, that was rather annoying to, uh, to say the least, but it was Kevin Hart's voice that had me go. Hmm. So, uh, if you, if you, and I'm going to listen to this book on occasion, that's the other thing I really like about it. The third part of the book is what does he name it? Um, well, some of it's called the front lines. Like he's got a thing about failure and it's just like, you put it on, he goes, ma, so it didn't work, huh? You, you didn't, uh, didn't, didn't go the way you want it. So it's kind of a pep talk for this. Um, he talks about, um, he's got a lot that are called troubleshooting and it's just like little pep talks that you can listen to when things don't go the way you want. He's also got some interesting parenting advice. He has a, I forget what he calls it. It was like, um, it's not safe zone, but it's basically his kids can come and talk to him and they won't get in trouble. And he goes, now you can't abuse it. You can't come in and just say, Hey, I, uh, you know, I lit the tree on fire in the backyard. All right. Well, no, no harm, no foul. He goes, but it's, and he talked about how his, uh, his daughter 
kind of blew up. And he goes, you know, when you get angry or when somebody else gets angry, look at yourself and see if there's something that you did that could have caused this. Or, and so she was really upset. And he's like, you know, if you want to talk about whatever's bothering you because you're not acting normal, he goes, I'll be here for you. And it just makes him sound like he's a pretty cool parent. And she came back and she said, all right, I need a safe zone or whatever it was. And she was upset because she couldn't get, now she's like a teenager. She couldn't get her hair to do whatever she wanted it to do. And she wants to be like the cool kids or whatever it was. But it was a way for her to have a conversation with her dad without him like being a dad. And in in the end, he ended up being a dad and explained to her how beautiful she was. Doesn't matter what your hair looks like, yada, yada, yada. And it's just got some great parenting things in there. So if you're, if you got kids, you might want to check it out as well. If you go out to logical loss.com uh, slash four I'll have a link to the book. I think if you go to logical loss.com slash free book, that'll take you over to audible. And if you're brand new to audible, you can get a free book. But uh, I, I like Kevin Hart. His, fir- like I said, I loved his book. I loved his first few specials. And it's kind of funny because his specials, his comedian specials were hilarious because he had all these weird stories about growing up. And now that he's rich and famous, his stories aren't quite as, you know, weird and bizarre. They're still interesting because it's behind the scenes stuff. But I, I liked his earlier comedy specials. But I, I do like his, his attitude. I, I like I admire Kevin Hart, even though and he's the first to admit he's like, look, I cheated on my wife. And he goes, and here's why, and here's what I did, and here's how I should have changed this differently. He goes, I was, uh, and he talks about, he was in a uh, car crash, uh, I think it was last year, and was almost paralyzed. And he talks about how that was such a great thing to happen to him. And you're like, wait, what? So, if again, it's called The Decision. I, let me make sure here as I fire up my phone. I want to make sure I got the name right. I'll have links to this out at LogicalLoss.com slash 413. Yeah, The Decision. By Kevin Hart. As far as I know, it's only available on Audible and it's not available in print. It's not a book. It's an audio book. And it's almost like an audio coach on your phone. So if you want to check it out, again, logicalloss.com slash 413. I know it's helping me. I know this week uh, I am headed in the right direction. I do not want to fire up this this microphone next week and say I'm in the same place again. Uh, but that's really about it. You, there are times when you're going to make a mistake and go, well, that was dumb. How could I handle that differently? And I should have just got that stuff out of my car. Should have, I should have gone in and put it back on the shelf. Let somebody else get it. I don't know. But uh, that did not, that, that erased a lot of really hard work. So I hope you found this useful. If you'd like, if you're looking for an accountability partner, if you're looking for a safe place where you can come talk Go over to LogicalLosers.com. That's LogicalLosers.com. It's our accountability group. You sign up on Patreon, and then I will add you to our Facebook group. where We have Weigh-In Wednesdays, Motivational Mondays, and things like that just to uh, keep us all focused during the week. We can keep the conversation going. Again, check it out, LogicalLosers.com. Well, I hope you've enjoyed this episode of the Logical Weight Loss Podcast. If you're listening to this on a website, please consider subscribing to us for free on iTunes by going to LogicalLoss.com forward slash iTunes. You can contact me via email by sending an email to Dave at LogicalLoss.com or call in your comments toll free 888-563-3228. 
You can sign up for our free newsletter and participate in our forums at our website, which is LogicalLoft.com. Our theme music is courtesy of SkinnySongs.com. Thanks again for listening. You know, they say knowledge is power. Knowledge is only power when it's acted upon. You can do this. Live right. Lose weight. Live long. I just want to be thin. I don't deny it. Thin. I want to try it. Thin. But I can't buy it. Guess I'll have to just deny it. Thin.